So happy one year anniversary uh, from everybody here to myself and to everybody who's ever been on SIDcast. It is exactly one year to the day that uh, we started this thing and I'll tell you my very first uh, my very first plan for SIDcast was to do 14 episodes once every two weeks and then uh, at the end of the 14 episodes that would have taken me through May uh, to see where we were at as far as like numbers and as far as reception was going but it was going so well that I believe it was like May, uh, January or February I think I started doing it weekly and uh, now we're here at episode 45 and like I said to the day so I thought it'd be special to have Tyler Jester on from Hanover College, who is our very first ever guest on SIDcast. And I was very, very grateful to be able to sit down with him and talk for the second time. He is now the third individual who has been on SIDcast more than one time. So uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy this one. We will actually, I think we'll take a break. I think, well, we'll have our discussion and then we'll cut to... A little bit of audio from our very, very first uh, episode, um, and we will kind of reminisce about the, f- the first episode there for a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about his changes that he has done that has happened in his life, his personal life, his family life, his career uh, in the past year, and then we will end it out with some questions I asked him one year ago, but I kind of have to re-ask now because there's... You know, a couple hundred of you now who who listen every single week. So um, that way you guys get to know Tyler a little bit more. Uh, and, and I hope that you guys really do enjoy this one. So obviously the answer today was Hanover. Uh, good luck to everybody who is in the standings in the sweepstakes as far as um, the contest goes to get a free SID cast t-shirt. And uh, you know that you have to be following along. You have to be following us on social media at Sports Infocast on Twitter, and Facebook contest is over on Twitter for that. Anyway, you can always follow us uh, there, and you can email me anytime, sportsinfocast at gmail.com, and you can find all these episodes on our website, sidcast.fireside.fm, and whatever episode number you're looking for. So if you were looking for uh, Tyler's episode, you would put backslash one. So... And if you're a guest and remember your episode number, then you just backslash whatever. So uh, we are on episode 45 here, guys, and we will start off today with Tyler Jester from Hanover College, and we'll talk about a new little baby he's got coming on the way right here on SIDcast. SIDs or maybe some administrators told you about being a parent while also working in college athletics? Uh, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten much. I've been warned a lot with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sleep at night. And, uh, but I mean, it's been, I think I'm in a good profession here. Just, uh, I'm always busy as it is and it's just going to keep adding to it. But, uh, 
it's going to be a big thing for me trying to, to do uh, to cover 20 teams and, and now take care of a child. Yeah, and isn't Hanover, you guys are adding another sport, right? Yep, so we're currently at 18 total, but uh, we're at men's and women's swimming uh, next year. Oh, okay. So go ahead and get that started. Uh, and where are they, right they going to put that, by the way? Uh, the high school, or we're actually going to be competing at Southwestern High School. Oh, that's no fun. We're going to do our practice, and, and uh, I don't know if we'll actually hold any meets around. I don't know if they have enough lanes. Uh, events, but, uh, at least okay. All right. Well, that sucks. What? That's because I went to Madison. I'm saying that because I went to Madison. But um, <laughs> so. I wish we're, Madison's got a nice pool too, but uh, Southwest is a little closer, and uh, we got a got a good relationship with them. So. Yeah. To it. Yeah, and I know Madison has a little bit more seating. I know that it kind of redid that whole thing. So I don't know. I don't. Know. You guys, you do you. You pick out where you guys want to swim at. But um, it has been exactly one year since you have came on. What has been a couple differences between from when we first ever the number one, Tyler? I think this is this is episode number forty four or forty five. So from episode one to episode forty five, what what has changed for you? Wow, what is what has changed uh, besides besides the uh, first? I guess um, uh, here at Hanover, uh, it's gotten a, a little more stabilized uh, with some help. Uh, one of our assistant coaches, who was actually an SID at center uh, a while back, he's one of our assistant baseball coaches. Uh, he's also my assistant now, so he, I've got sort of a full-time helper, if you, if you want to call it that. Um, it's really he's uh, helping with a lot of the writing stuff, and that way I have some more time to do some of the graphics that we do. Um, we've won a lot of conference championships. <laughs> couple of questions based off things you just said what's it been like because like you said you had 18 sports for you know as long as you've been at Hanover so what's it like trying to hand off some of those duties I mean were you kind of reluctant to do it I mean were you happy to do it what what was your mindset like when you said when someone told you that you were getting help And we'll just split up the uh, the content and we go from there. 
Yeah. So, and I, I remember I came to a, a, a lacrosse game, I think I came to, um, last spring. Uh, you got quite the bit of help now. I mean, how have you been training your new guys? I know you just had those two spotters that you had who were really, really good, by the way. Um, when I went to stat some lacrosse, I didn't really have as good as help as, as what they are. But, um, so what's it been like? Yeah. What's it been like trying to uh, train some, some of the younger people, maybe how have you had to explain some things? I mean, what, what's that been like? So yeah, it, it, that was definitely tough. It was going to be tough uh, losing Jess and, and Rebecca with uh, lacrosse stats. And, and next year it's going to be real tough because I have two volleyball workers that are uh, really good at doing that as well where I can sit back and just hang out. But uh, So it's going to be tough replacing them. But just the training in general, I just uh, excuse me, I like to throw um, them into the fire as quickly as I can. Uh, luckily, I've got a lot of uh, older laptops here with Stacker on it, so I can give them a practice computer during a real game, and they can actually learn as they're doing it. And we'll go over it up for about an hour uh, the week prior to their first game, just sort of some of the some of the basic stuff. And then once we get down, actually inputting a couple of times, then I'll actually go in back in and show them how they can edit plays where they screwed up or or anything like that, where they just typed in the wrong number, they can have a, have a quick fix for that, or if they need to re-input the play, how to do that too. Um, but I've had a lot of um, support with hiring students here, and, and uh, I can I can really hire as many as I want. I can't send as many as I want to the games and all, but uh, I've, I had a nice group in this, this past spring. I think I hired eight, so between all of our spring sports, I had eight of them to to shoot two students out at each sport. And uh, it helped me, I think, at one point in the spring, they were all doing the statting, and I was just on the golf cart flying around from one facility to the other <laughs> to make sure they had, had it all under control. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and do you actively go out and seek? I mean, how do you kind of advertise that you need help? Uh, there's a job posting for, for on-campus online on there uh, called My Hanover. And uh, I really just... I've had enough people apply for it. I really haven't had to go out and recruit much at all. Um, now, if someone's leaving me, and I, I'll, I'll always ask them, hey, do you know of anyone that would be interested in this, or do you know that would be good at this? And if they have someone in mind, then I'll normally bring them in a couple times just to watch and learn. That way they're ready to go for next year. Uh, but for the most part, the students seem to have shown an interest here, here on our campus. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, um, like you said, you kind of mentioned before, Hanover's had like a lot of conference championships uh, over the past year, actually your first full year at Hanover. I've lived in Madison my whole life. And I don't think I ever remember any program at Hanover, let alone multiple programs at Hanover being that successful. So what has it been like just covering all those conference championships and what, what is kind of the vibe around an office when you start winning conference championships, you know, NCAA tournament bursts, and then eventually, like you said, an elite eight appearance. Like around the office, yeah. Like, what was my experience like with all of those? No, what was it like around the office? Yeah, uh, around the office, I mean, it's, everyone seems to, to sort of buy into each other's programs, and I think that was before that's before, um, we, we, I mean, Hanover's always had success at, at uh, in athletics, and I think that's because all of the coaches have always bought into the other programs and have always supported the other programs. But you can definitely tell last year it was, it was definitely a fun year around here just to. 
everybody's showing up at, at everyone else's events and supporting them, and um, everyone's just excited and happy for every, for all the coaches that were here. And uh, we got a nice a nice group of coaches on on campus, and they do they do a magnificent job with our student athletes. Did you? asked to go up to Hope, or were you told that you need to go up to Hope? Uh, so, with the basketball tournament, we actually hosted the, the conference tournament after winning the regular season for men's basketball. And then, we, so, and then we actually ended up hosting the following week, and we hosted the first and second round. And that was the first time in our program's history that we hosted both the first and second round together. So we hosted one one game, either first or second round game for men's basketball before, but this was the first full time we've had the, the whole weekend here. Um, so then when we won two pretty close games, two pretty exciting games, we had some nice crowds, especially for us being on winter break. We didn't have any, we didn't have any students on campus, so a lot of them had to come back early to, to come support the team. But after seeing that and uh, getting to the Sweet 16, is definitely something that you want to be at and, and experience. So. It was it was kind of both, I guess, to answer your question. <laughs> they wanted me to be there, and I, and I definitely wanted to be there, too. Have you ever traveled with a team like that before? I mean, what what's the schedule like? Uh, so we actually, I think we had something going on for spring sports since it's starting to get into that time of the year. So I actually didn't go up with the team. I drove up the, next, the morning of our Sweet 16 game with oh. uh, our radio crew. So, yeah, so it was going to be a, a, a long trip there and a long trip back if we would have lost that 316 game. But uh, we ended up winning, and, and I had an extra man. The men's basketball team had an extra room for me to stay in, so I was able to stay with them the night before the Elite Eight, or the night after the Sweet 16 game, and the night before the uh, Elite Eight or Elite Eight game. When you guys hit that buzzer beater, what's it like for you as a – to maintain your professionalism maybe as an SID? I mean, did you have to contain your emotions or, or, or do you just let them fly in that case? So, <laughs> on the inside, I've definitely let them fly. That's, that's for sure. Um, one thing that uh, people who know me uh, know about me is that I'm, I'm pretty invested in anything I get myself into. Um, so, I was actually telling the students who was in here for the uh, uh, stat, uh, student worker staff position the other day. Like, I'm a big Notre Dame fan, but I actually couldn't tell you who Notre Dame got on the football schedule this weekend. But I can tell you every single team that Hanover's playing this weekend just because I'm, I'm that invested in, uh, in the school now. So I'm definitely letting, it, letting the emotions fly on the inside. But uh, I had my camera out, and I was actually had my phone out filming. And uh, so it was just lucky that I was able to get it. So I had my phone out, and I was thinking to myself all the time, I just got to keep filming, just keep filming no matter what, and uh, don't don't jump up and down or anything crazy like that. <laughs> so, is it okay to let those emotions, I mean, because there are some SIDs out there that I'm sure that have lost control like that, and that's completely okay, uh, but what are some things, like you said, you have to kind of keep yourself calm, I mean, when you're in those sorts of moments, and, and when you're in athletic communications, you will have those moments, uh, some things that they can do to kind of maintain their professionalism? Um, it's definitely tough. You just gotta, you just gotta keep reminding yourself of, of that, that the, this is your, this is your job, this is your profession, and, and you want to be as professional as possible. And I always tell our kids this, whether when they're sitting at the scores table or they're in the press box, I always tell them that if, if you're going to class, do it real quick, for them at least, do it quick. 
quietly under the table um, because you're you're statting the game. So you don't want other people from the other team to see you cheering and involved with us and thinking, oh, we're getting we're getting the short end here on, on any sort of close calls and stats. You want to you want to show you want to be as neutral as possible um, when you're actually at the table. Um, in that instance, I was down on the baseline, but still, all of my stuff was back at the table, and people were going to see me um, back there, and, and uh, they're going to know who I am just because they're going to know what school I'm with, and they can look me up. And, and you just want to try to be as professional as possible. And again, just keep reminding yourself that, hey, I, I've, I've got to try to, to, to hold my emotions in. And it, it's all right, again, to, to let them slip every now and again. But for the most part, you've got to, you've got to try to hold them in check. Okay. So... Let's move on to some sort of Cosida things. And like you, we just talked about a little bit off air, this was your third Cosida, second in Orlando. What would you think of it this year, just in a nutshell? Uh, yeah, it was my third time at Cosida, and, and I love the, the venue there in Orlando. I think it's – I mean, I've, only, I've been to Orlando twice now in Dallas once, so I haven't been to Biddy. But uh, I really like the venue we have there in Orlando. And, and uh, the programming was nice. Uh, definitely, uh, since this was my third year, starting to see some things that I've seen in the past uh, in terms of sessions, but it's always nice to be able to go back and uh, refresh a little bit and learn some more and learn some new things on the, uh, different things on different topics, especially social media and uh, graphics. That's always growing, and it's probably going to continue to grow, so I always try to get to as many of those as I can. And it's always interesting to see what the some of the Division One SIDs and, and uh, sports information departments can do compared to, to uh, what we can do here at this level, just based, just purely based on um, staffing alone. Yeah, okay. But you actually won an award. Yeah. And the college division. Uh, yeah. Yep. Let me get to it real quick. Uh, best winner game notes. Uh, was that something that, I mean, we've talked about this with other SIDs. Was that something that you were going for or was that – was that something that kind of took you by surprise to win that award? So, ever since I started in, with my graduate assistant at Ohio Dominican, uh, that was part of what my, my boss, Scott Miles, wanted me to, to do, was always try to update sort of the style, I guess, of the game notes for, like, football and basketball. Because um, it's always update them every couple of years. And he was always – and he actually helped out with some of the Ohio State games, so he would always get the notes from Ohio State and whoever they were playing, so we'd always bring them back, and we'd always look at them and, and see, eh, what, what do we like, what don't we like, what do we want to incorporate, what don't we want to incorporate. I really wasn't gunning to win any sort of award. The reason I applied for, or, yeah, applied for, the, for that award was just to get feedback, really, on uh, what I can do better and, and what the... Uh, that's really what I can improve on and what, uh -huh. and what the what the criteria, what the judges actually liked in it. And um, it was just nice to, to be able to win that award, and it was definitely a little bit of a pick-me-up, but uh, it also put a little bit of expectations on, on me now. So I've been growing with those, too. I've been trying to make them a little bit better, tweaking them. Yeah, so what were some of the uh, – I know, like you said, that you always want to tweak them a little bit. How, do you have any one particular or maybe a couple of places of inspiration? Uh, well, so the ones that uh, the, I won in basketball or, or with my men's basketball notes, which it also helps the, the content there because when you make daily day, you've got, you've got more to write about. So definitely the content was there. 
to help with that. But uh, for those that are sort of inspired by Kansas, uh, I really like their basketball notes. And this year, actually, for football, I've sort of I've kept a little bit of what I had for basketball, but I've also sort of looked at West Virginia's football notes and how they incorporate just pictures and, and different things and try to spice them up a little bit, make them look a little fancier with the, the pictures on each page to sort of fill some of that white space that's just there. Uh, but those are, those are probably the big two that I, I've, I've tried to follow. Same kind of question that we had earlier, uh, difference within a year. What about with your graphics? I mean, what, what are some things that you're doing differently or some things that you've picked up on the last year? Now, one thing, and, and you know this because you, uh, you had uh, Chris Reckley on uh, early on in, in this podcast. Number two. This is, this is number 45 and he was number two, but... Uh, uh, one thing I, I, I heard Chris say, and Chris and I have talked about it before, is it just he tried to make theirs there's a little more simpler because uh, they're, they're doing a lot, and there's not, and it's just him and, and one other person that's doing their social media accounts. And that's one thing I've tried to do at the start of this year is to still make them look nice, but try to, to, to dumb them down a little bit and not be as so fancy and advanced, uh, but to try to get to more of them in, in, in less amount of time. Okay. Um, this is what we're going to do now, Tyler. I'm going to play something real quick, and I'm going to pause my, my audio right now. So I've got Tyler Jester on from Hanover College, uh, Sports Information Director. You've been here a year and a half going on? Not even a year not even yet. A year, not even a full year <laughs> yep. I got here in February, the beginning of February. The beginning of February, and you, you came over here from your undergrad was with Bowling Green State. We just, we just talked a little bit off off air about it, and then you went to Ohio Dominican for your graduate assistantship. Go ahead and tell us how you got kind of in, interested in sports information as a whole. So what did you think when I first asked you to be on a sports information director podcast? What did I think? Uh, well, I'm really just trying to help you out. <laughs> you want to, uh, you've got a, a passion for this industry and want to be in uh, this sort of uh, profession. And it was really just to help you out and get you started. And um, I'm a pretty friendly person, so I figured, what the heck, why not? And uh, I didn't realize, I did not know it was going to grow into something that was this big, this fast, uh, especially. Uh, You're not the only one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. But I was definitely just uh, going in to support you. And uh, it was definitely also an opportunity for me to get my name out there and to get my story out there. But uh yeah, definitely just to help you out and get you started. And, and that's definitely something I tried to do at the beginning was try to, I remember this, I tried to remember, it seems like just yesterday I was trying to help you find some names for, for episodes three, four, and five. <laughs> and, uh, and we're already on the, uh, episode 45 here, I believe. And you've gotten uh, SIDs from all sorts of, all over the country, all sorts of levels. And, and it, it, it's definitely been great to, uh, to see that. And, and and it's, I'm definitely proud of the way that you you've, uh, stuck with this and, and the way you worked hard at it, and uh, it's definitely turned into something nationally recognized as you, as you uh, get so excited to sort of uh, join on with it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for that. Um, but yeah, actually, believe it or not, I have, uh, at the time of this recording, I'm booked through the first week of uh, November. Um, so, yeah, it, we went from, uh, uh, you know, like you said, looking for some people, but um, 
to now people email me all the time and then I just make them fill out a form and said, just be patient. I'll get yeah. to you. But, um, I know I got the form. I was like, Oh, I actually got to fill something out now. You just text me and ask me if I wanted to be on. Now I got to fill out a form. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I, I remember I texted Chris. I would text Scott, um, which I, I would love to be able to talk to them again. That's one thing I want to do. I want to like get back to some of those old, older people, you know? Uh, so that, that's one thing, but yeah, I remember I, I would just text people and I say, Hey, Tyler said, you'd be good. Can you uh, be on my show? <laughs> and now it's just, it's just completely different. But, um, from being on it now, I mean, what are some things that maybe you've heard in past episodes that, that you want to hear from now? That I have heard in past episodes? Well, I mean, let me rephrase that a little bit. Maybe some things that you haven't heard that you want to learn more about, some people, some divisions, some conferences. I mean, what, what are some things that you as a professional are still a little bit eager to learn from? I mean, it's, it's always just nice to hear from different One thing you, you, you said, and we'll get back to some of your Hanover stuff. Uh, you're a one-man shop for a while until you get, like you said, you got some help, and now you're training some student workers. So for those SIDs out there who are still a one-man shop or maybe just starting at a place, maybe they don't have a whole lot of help, what are some things that you would recommend to them to kind of alleviate that, uh, that workload that they have? based off what you said uh, yet again there. And I'm, I'm curious, what, what are you, uh, how are you going to explain what you do to, to young Tate? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to explain it to him or if uh, <laughs> he's throwing in right away, right when he comes out and throw him into my office and just say, here, just go ahead and start writing this. That's sort of what I do. Um, but I don't know, just over time, it, I feel some, feel like he's going to be just involved a lot. Um, I'm obviously going to want to have him around because that's, like I just said, you're going to want to step away from the professional a bit and, and be around family. And in this industry, it's, it's more having your family around you and, and, uh, and your profession and, and your work. So 
And how do you explain what you do to maybe your family or some friends? I mean, what what do you tell them what you do? Uh, well, yeah, a lot of people always go, what, what the heck is a sports information director? Um, one of the ways that I've found is, is the simplest way to explain it to them is, is I'm, the, I'm the PR person for, for the athletic department. And I've had a, a few students go, oh, well, you're, you're, the PA, you're the PR person for the football team. And then you got to explain to them, yeah, but I'm also the PR person for every other sport here at the end of the college. Um, <laughs> but just sort of, I, I'll, I'll give them like a brief summary, just sort of, I do all the stories on the website, I run the athletics website, and uh, any sort of media members that want to contact anybody, they got to, uh, I sort of set that up, and uh, I run social media accounts. And really, I just do all the media stuff for uh, the athletic department at our, at our school. And we've kind of talked about this in a few past episodes, and this may be kind of like a loaded question here, but um, how do you think we can better kind of educate maybe undergrads or maybe high school professional or what have you to know that there are careers in sport, or with sport media, I should say, like an SID? Uh, part of it's probably just, just getting out there more uh, definitely at, at job fairs or career fairs, especially on your own campus, um, get out there and, and just sort of explain what you do or maybe go in and if you have like a sport management program at your school, maybe just go in and go one of the classes and sort of explain what you do and, and normally you, you may be able to pick up a few people because they're interested just from just from that meeting alone. Uh, but yeah, definitely just, just trying to get out there a little bit more and um, explaining what the profession is to, to more uh, other doctors students. Let's get back to some of the the work that you do maybe for the future here because I've kind of invested because, you know, I've lived there for basically almost my entire life until I moved down here. But um, so what, what are some things you plan on doing in the future, maybe some goals that you have as far as uh, what's next for Hanover College's athletic department? Uh, what's next specifically for Hanover in terms of uh, sports by the time this airs, I think we'll, it'll be two or three days before we are actually launching our new uh, website. We're actually getting a Presto website, and it launches on uh, October 13th. So I guess I can go ahead and, and let the public know that. <laughs> We've been trying to keep that a secret here for a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know that. But, yeah, so it's, it's, definitely, a, it's definitely a big project we've had over the summer, and, and it's growing into an even bigger project now because we're getting a little bit closer, but... Just explain to all the listeners out there uh, what exactly your website process was uh, prior to getting a Presto website. So I'll go ahead and explain it to how I explained it to our, our marketing and communications office, which is actually what I'm housed under. I'm housed under uh, marketing and communications and not athletics, technically. Um, but I explained it to them. It was, so after a game, I would have to wait until a school sent me a pack file. I would have to take that pack file in to one of, I think I had 10 staff. 
Mac computers, all with different sports on them. I would have to upload the pack file, import the match. Then I had to generate the actual HTML for, for that game, and then I had to generate the HTML for the season. Uh, copy those either onto a flash drive or into a folder on that computer. Then go to our website that we currently have, and I was having to upload both of those files into that. And that's just for after games and stuff I was having to do. Before, like, before the year, when I was having to add schedules and round series, I'm having to do it on our website, I'm having to do it on the conference website, I'm having to do it for the NCAA website, uh, and the schedule I'm putting in like five or six different places because we don't have that nice little feature where once you put it in the schedule, you get that next contest uh, bar on Presto. I think Sidearm has it too, where you have that sort of upcoming event. Um, I had to manually input those separate than from our, our, uh, our original schedule. So it was just, it's going to save a lot of time now. Uh, which is nice, and I'll be able to spend some more time getting back to, to some of, to some SID work that I want to get to, uh, improving my writing and, and working on graphics a little bit more. For those out there maybe who are, are – in the talks of that with their administration or whoever department they're uh, housed under, what are some tips or suggestions you would give to them to start that conversation of getting a new website and like the importance of it and et cetera, et cetera? Uh, well, I actually learned this at, at Cosida and it, it sort of goes with that question, but kind of not really, but uh, at Cosida I learned that to do this document at the end of the year for your evaluation, sort of list and give to whoever's evaluating you, give a list of all of the things that you do, or at least the, the major things that you do for your institution. And when I showed when I showed my boss that list and you see how much I, I'm doing and how much time I can save if we had something a little more efficient for the website, that sort of jump started the conversation. Um, and press, we just, we, we're with Presto, uh, I was Presto in Ohio Dominican and I know the, the Presto people pretty well. And most of our conferences press those, so it's also nice to be able to bring that into the conversation. It's just, hey, we're going to be integrated with almost everyone else in the conference. Uh, all the other SIDs are going to be happy in our conference, and I'm going to be happy. Uh, and at the end, I think everyone's going to be pretty happy with, with the end result. I don't think we've talked about this in past episodes, but what were some uh, big challenges or maybe some big questions you were faced when campaigning for that new website? So did what were some uh, inspiration kind of kind of along the same lines of the game notes? What were some places of inspiration? I mean, how much creative say did you have with Presto? I mean, spare no detail as far as that goes. Uh, 
some uh what are some of the benefits of keeping having a new website a secret like that i know there are some places that are like coming soon you know be, would want some hype like that i mean what are some benefits that you guys have seen or anticipate with that Just real, real quick. Who are you guys playing this weekend? Uh, in football. Or that? Yeah. Well, for homecoming, yeah. Oh, for homecoming, I believe we have Bluffton on the schedule. Oh, okay. All right. That that should be fine. Bluffton. And okay. Yeah. That is correct. We're at Mount St. Joseph this week, and then uh, we have a bye week, and then we're home against Bluffton for homecoming. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's get back to some of some of this other stuff. Uh, I'm just curious. Since it's, you know, basically my home, um, marketing. How difficult is it to kind of market your college athletics in a, a really kind of what really is kind of a rural area in a small town? Uh, we're, we're we're fortunate enough to be on a, a great landscape here at, at Hanover College. Uh, with the, we have what's known as the point. It's the only the only spot where you can three bends in the Ohio River, and it's actually right on the edge of our campus. Uh, so, yeah, we may be a little rural, but uh, when people finally get onto our campus, it's, they're, they're blown away with how, how beautiful it is and, and how nice it is. Uh, 
but marketing just Hanover Athletics, it's been, it's been fairly easy so far just based on the success we've had. And, and we've seen our numbers in social media grow, and that goes with the success. And, and just, it's going to grow every year as you get more freshmen and, and newcomers in, and their parents and, and their families are going to start following you on social media. So it's always going to get those, those uh, your, your numbers to grow on social media at the beginning of the year. Okay. All right. I'm going to transition this part of the interview. I've already asked you some of these questions, but I'm going to ask you them again because it's been a year. Um, I don't think I've asked you this one. I think I added this one since it. Uh, favorite memory, and I think I have an idea of what it is. Uh, favorite memory in your professional tenure? <laughs> favorite memory? Uh, we, we talked about it, and it was uh, already, and it was number one in our, uh, count, our summer countdown from the last year, but it was definitely uh, – uh, our buzzer beating win at, at Hope uh, in the Sweet 16 of the men's basketball tournament. It was just, we were trailing for most of that game, and, and sort of a little background uh, about our men's basketball team last year. I think we, we ended up with six buzzer beaters on the season. It was just overall, it was a pretty exciting year. And I know we had three against Transylvania, who's in our conference. We beat them twice in the regular season and in the conference semifinals, all at the buzzer. <laughs> the other side of the coin what's your biggest horror story so far It's not, it's not as 
Well, you already know. I mean, it, you could get an excuse to maybe, well, now I got to make new graphics, you know, you can, whatever you want to do. But at the same time. And, and, and I always get the, uh, the, the, the comment from people, well, oh, you, you didn't have any of that stuff backed up? And I was like, uh, that's definitely the first thing I did is I went out and bought another external hard drive. <laughs> 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 so my lesson has been learned now. So um, of all those lessons that you've had in your entire uh, career as an SID assistant, grad assistant. Uh, what is one piece of advice you can give to a student going into this profession? <laughs> Jokingly, back up all the work that you did. <laughs> um, but let's see here. One piece of advice, um, it would be to, uh, to, to just sort of be a sponge yeah, and just absorb advice from everyone, really. Um, and if you're an undergrad or a grad assistant, I would, I mean, learn as much as you can from, from your supervisors. I mean, they've, they've done this job for however long they have. Um, so they've, they've been around the block a few times. They're, they've probably definitely had the same problems you've had. So, so always just, just learn from them on, on different things. Because um, that's definitely what I did. I just, I learned as much as I could from, from Scott over at Ohio Dominican. And, uh, and then I learned a little, and I've learned more from Carter Coy, the old SID here, and especially uh, Mark and Kevin have been around in, our, in the Heartland Conference here for, for quite some time. So definitely just learn new things from them too. So just don't be afraid to reach out and ask, and just continue to learn from other people. And when you look around, maybe in your conference, division, country, what have you, and you look at an SID and you say that that's a good SID. What are some things that they do or some characteristics that they have that make you say that? Uh, time management is definitely a big one. Um, people people get to you early enough in the week with, with roster files or, or anything like that, or, or they're quick to respond when you need to edit something. Uh, that's always that's definitely nice to have. Uh, it's always nice for me. Um, I'm kind of I'm one of the worst ones probably at that with football. We sort of struggle with, with fixing some stats until later in the week, but it's always nice to see um, people get back to you quickly. Um, another thing is, is, I mean, and this is one thing our conference has done, everyone's doing a, a great job with their with their social media. In our conference now, everyone's starting to do graphics, uh, game day graphics, score graphics. Um, and it's, it's, it's nice to see that the, the whole conference is doing um, one thing you're interested in to learn more about in this profession? Uh, one thing I'm interested to learn more about in this profession. Um, video. Video is probably the big one. And that's sort of when you ask the question, what's next for Hanover uh, Sports Information? Besides the website, I think that's what's next for us. Is we need to, I, I would like to do video stuff. We started to do it last year at the beginning and, and got away from it with, uh, with just not having enough time to do it all. But uh, as we get going this year and, and definitely as we start next year, I want to learn more about um, just videos and video editing, um, how to make these cool uh, hype videos. That, that's something that I definitely want to learn and, and be able to produce for all of our teams here. Uh, Work-life balance. What do you do to have fun? Besides uh, golf, you said golf last time. I remember that. Yep, I, I was about to say. I don't know if it's fun because I'll get out there and I'll hit a hundred of them into the woods. But golf is definitely the big one. I'm trying to get out, just get my mind off things. But then I'm just mad about something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, board games is a big one. That's a new one. Uh, 
my wife and I, we always try to play board games, and uh, at least once a week, we try to one night we'll, we'll try to play a different board game or, and watch a movie or something, or, or watch one of our new favorite TV shows, or something like that. Just get my mind off things and be with her, and here shortly be with her and Tate. Yeah, yeah, Dad. Pretty shortly, I, I would imagine. But I remember, actually, I'm, I'm curious about this. Where'd you guys go on your honeymoon? We went to Jamaica to one of the Sandals resorts. I think it was the South Coast. They used to be called the White House Resort down in uh, southern Jamaica. We were down there for a week, and it was, it was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. We originally planned to go scuba diving, but uh, someone, and that someone was me, was, I, I was sick. <laughs> part of the week, so with like a with a sinus congestion, so I wasn't able. We weren't actually able to do that, but we snorkeled a couple times, and it was still pretty cool. And, and uh, did some uh, just different water activities, and really just hanging out was was the big one. Worrying uh, about the you know, work that was that was the that was the big part. Um and. Last year you said Shipley's, but now that you've had another year under your belt, uh, restaurant recommendation. If I don't know why the hell anybody would, but if somebody were in the Madison Hanover area, what's what's your restaurant or bar recommendation? If you're in the Madison or Hanover area, and, and you probably should be because because this is where I'm at now, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but our, uh, my favorite place is probably. I haven't found anything I like there. I don't know why. Oh, man. I always get the, uh, there's the pulled pork quesadillas, and that's because the quesadillas are as big as your face, and uh, there's a lot of them in full of, of uh, barbecue meat, too, so that's what, that's what I like. Uh, what about, uh, I like shooters. Still love shooters. But shooters, I think shooters has changed owners like two or three times since I've gotten here now, so I've, I've been there in a while. Uh, I think uh, I think shooters um, they uh, had a problem with the IRS uh, for like a day or something like that. Maybe that's what it was. I don't remember. I didn't want them. They were, yeah. yeah. I can't. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. But um, anyway, if anybody had any questions or maybe wanted to follow up with you, maybe get in touch with you after this episode airs, uh, what would be the best way to do it? Uh, either by email or to uh, which is. Jester, J-E-S-T-E-R-T, at Hanover.edu, or I'm always free by text, too. I, I don't really answer many calls. <laughs> I normally do something, but I'm normally, I'm normally quicker to get back to a text, if, if anything. But uh, I guess my cell phone number is 614-266-4571. If anybody just wants to text or anything like that, I'm, I'm free to answer questions that way, too. Perfect. Tyler, thank you for coming on a second time. Yeah, no, no problem at all. And it, it's definitely, it, it does. It seems like it was just yesterday you were sitting in my office and, and we were doing the first episode of this. And uh, I think that one was only like 25 minutes long, so this one was a little longer. We had a little more talk about how I've had a year under my belt, a little more experience. But uh, it, it's definitely nice to be on. And, and again, I'm, I'm proud of all the work you've been doing with this, and, and I'm glad to, to see it grow.
Yeah, thank you very much again. And thank you all for uh, uh, hit subscribe on this podcast. You can go over to iTunes as well. If you have time, go over and go ahead and rate and review. Uh, average five-star rating. I do check that quite a bit. I don't know why I do it. Probably because of my ego. But anyway. Um, you can also follow us, and if you want to be a part of this contest, you do have to follow us on social media at Sports Infocast. And today's answer, yes, was Hanover. And uh, we're just one step closer, guys, to that you know beautiful limited edition SIDcast T-shirt that, at the time of this recording, I have no idea what it looks like. So, um, yeah, that, that's where we're at. So if you guys uh, have any questions or anything like that, uh, sportsinfocast at gmail.com. Um, no requests right now. Uh, if you want to be a guest, perfect. I'll send you the form. But like I mentioned to Tyler here a little bit ago, I'm booked until November. Um, that is official as of this morning, actually, where we're booked through the first week of November, which is, which is absolutely insane to me. Um, and if you wanted to go ahead and go back and listen to the uh, very first episode and you could do that on our website now. Hey, we have a website now, Tyler. What do you think of that? There we go. SIDcast.fireside.fm, like FM, like the radio. And then, yeah, and then uh, uh, backslash, and then whatever your uh, episode you're looking for, you'll just press whatever number it is. So, in this case, if they wanted to go back and learn about more about your background and everything, and I'll mention this in the intro, but if they wanted to learn more about you, uh, they could go to SIDcast.fireside.fm slash one. And that and that would be the best way to do it. So, uh, guys, thank you all for for. Is it the actual number? It's the actual number. Yeah. However, yeah. However, it appears on iTunes. I think iTunes like kind of changed it for me because I got off SoundCloud because SoundCloud just wasn't working for me. Um. So like this new website, it just puts down one, two. I, I remember I used to spell it out, and then I got worried because I got into the thirties. And I had to start typing out 30 hyphen. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is getting a little bit lengthy, but um, yeah, that, that'd be the best way to do it. And again, guys, thank you all very much for listening in on our seven episodes in seven days campaign, a part of our one year anniversary. We hope to see you all tomorrow.